hey, it's Sky uh, from the present. Uh, you know what that means. Uh, I'm, it's just me here. And uh, what that means is that the audio for this one isn't as great as we're trying to make it. Um, but this time it's... Oh, man, uh, during the recording, Kyle's computer crashed. And luckily... I had been recording a backup on my end of, of Kyle and Tim together, so uh, the thing is though that is feeding through Skype and Skype doesn't care about sound quality, um, so it's real rough and um, I also can't edit out uh, one of the boys from the other boy, so it's it's not great, but hey, it's it's an episode, right? It's, be- it's better than losing it at all, because that wouldn't... That wouldn't have been fun at all. So, uh, yeah, enjoy episode 64 of uh, We Should Know Better. Let's go. That's my conjure bag. <laughs> I, I don't that. know you. Welcome to We Should Know Better, the podcast where we hitchhike through Wikipedia. I am Sky. I'm Kyle. And I'm Tim. And... What we do on this podcast is I, as the hosts, have picked two Wikipedia pages that these these guys have to get from one to the other. So tonight, uh, you guys are going from amusement park to seance. What? Um, and the only way they can get there is they'll be starting on a, at amusement park, clicking links within that page, going to a different page, 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 until they get to seance. Hopefully. I mean, if you think about it, a seance is kind of an amusement park for ghosts. In, in a way, yeah. In a way, yeah. Except there's no rides. I, I, I mean, it depends on what you throw around. But if you're a poltergeist, I suppose it's more fun. That's true. Um, and usually, what we do to determine who gets to go first is we play a little game. Um, but tonight, oh no! I mean, you guys, you guys inspired me with your touching uh, trade before this episode. Why would um, you bring this up, Sky? Kyle uh, bred a stuffle Pokemon uh, for Tim. Thank you. Yeah. Uh huh. And uh, it has like almost perfect stats. Hello, family members who might listen to this podcast. Yes, I'm a nerd. Yeah. What? Well, <laughs> like they, like they didn't know. This is episode 63, Kyle. I mean, if you just started listening, you might be surprised. I guess you're right. <laughs> um. So Kyle gets to go first because. He was so nice. <laughs> Aw, through the spirit of giving, that's that's what that what got that's, me there. That's what got yeah, me there. Exactly. I uh, I I still have a stuffle, so that's okay. <laughs> right. Yeah, we're all winners here. Uh, especially, I, I would say, especially me right now because uh, I just before this episode started, I actually went and uh, I heated up some apple cider. So now I actually I usually have just like water sitting around for when I inevitably start coughing during the. Yeah. Yep. For the aliens. And so what I'm doing this night tonight is I've got I've got apple cider instead and it's warm. So it's very feels very autumn-y except we're right on the edge of winter. So it's snowing here and I Mm -hmm. hate it. (laughs) You do you know what uh, you could have done for the price of that? cup of hot cider kyle i several things i think but what thing are you talking about you could have donated to wikipedia oh no tim oh yeah um that's all over right now guys and instead of doing just the thing at the top they're now like implanting these little like these little windows throughout the pages so well, you just be scrolling and suddenly there'll be just a huge window saying, do you got to give me $3? If everybody who is reading this right now donated $3, then we'd, we'd yeah, have $9. a lot of money. <laughs> this is the three of you looking at this dumb and, amusement park page. And this would be over until the next time. I mean, in fairness, we do use this website for our podcast, so... Yeah, well, when we start getting some donations, I'll funnel some of that <laughs> into Wikipedia. Fair enough. Um, uh, we make this with our blood, sweat, and tears. So, uh, amusement park. So, amusement parks. Well, we've been kind of all around this. I don't know if we've been to this yeah. page specifically. Yeah, I couldn't see. Did we have? Have we been to roller coaster? 
We have. So okay. roller, we have been to roller coaster directly. Full disclosure, to- that's where I had planned on starting. Uh, and I was like, wait, this doesn't, this, I think we've been here. You're so like, this link is purple. I shifted. Mm-hmm. Uh, <laughs> all right. So, Sky, you shifted it one page backward, essentially, yep. is what you did. <laughs> okay. So if I go to, if Blood, I go to roller tears. coaster. <laughs> okay. Well, all right. Amusement parks are, um, an amusement park sometimes referred to as a fun fair it has two citations for that whoa who uses i've never heard fun fair cambridge dictionaries online okay cambridge oh, dictionary the yeah british yes mm. and the collins english dictionary fun fair uh i mean i've heard the i've heard the word i don't believe i've ever used it like that <laughs> yeah it's more of a british thing for sure Mm. All right. So it's a group of entertainment attractions, rides, and other events in a location for the enjoyment of large numbers of people. Wow, that doesn't sound... Oh, I think maybe we have another Written by Aliens uh, article here. Amusement parks have a fixed location. Wait. As opposed to like... Oh, okay. They're saying traveling fun fairs or traveling carnivals, but I was reading that more as like multiple dimensions uh, or multiple spaces in time. (laughs) Like amusement parks have multiple layers of of dimensions and or (laughs) exist on several time levels like onions Uh. (laughs) and are more elaborate than simple parks or playground whoa whoa huge disc to playgrounds jeez (laughs) my goodness simple city parks or playgrounds not nice you guys uh all right theme parks a specific type of amusement park are usually much more intricately themed to a certain subject Man, this whoever wrote this page is just not having a good day. Stop taking shots at people. Man. Uh, to uh, or to a group of subject than normal amusement parks, <laughs> as opposed to not normal amusement. Man, this this is so all over the place. Uh, they've got okay. Hmm. Amusement parks revolve. Oh, Sky, I do remember you talking about this before. Didn't didn't you make a joke about this before? Amusement parks evolved from European fed- fairs and pleasure gardens. Pleasure gardens. Have we talked about pleasure garden? Oh I, yes. Well, the link is purple, so oh, apparently. <laughs> I I have a feeling that Tim did that exact joke the last time too. Uh, it's not a joke as much as it is like a reaction <laughs> to hearing the words pleasure gardens at the so, same time. Yeah, I clicked on pleasure garden. The link is very like the page is very short. But the last sentence is very important. The pleasure garden also forms one of the six parts of the 18th century, quote, perfect garden, unquote, citation needed. The others being the kitchen garden, an orchard, a park, an orangery or greenhouse and a menagerie. That's why we were here. We went we we went through here to get to orangeries. Oh, my gosh! Oh, yeah, that's right. Uh, oh, what's a kitchen garden? How did we not figure out what a kitchen garden is? I don't know, but I'm going to guess it's like a garden where you grow uh, like spoons and forks. Oh, no, it's it's a, it's like an herb garden. <laughs> I know. Or a vegetable garden. I, I know. I was just walking past the, the easy joke and went right for the, you know. <laughs> uh, <laughs> um, Holy crap. Have you ever guys ever seen borage before? What? It's what? an image. It's this image on this page, and it says it's commonly grown in herb gardens. Its flowers can be used as a garnish, and I would not want to take a step close to that flower. Whoa! Whoa. Yeah. Oh, it is. It is like a Dilophosaurus of flowers. <laughs> it is ready to spit at any second. Oh my gosh, that's terrifying. Is that an alien? I don't know. It can. It's, its flowers can be used as a garnish, but no one ever has survived. So, yeah, exactly. Wow. It uses its yeah. own flowers as a garnish when it eats you. <laughs> it's like, oh, I look delightful here. All right. Despite many older parks being themed, I'm going to I'm going to keep coming back to it, to our, the actual page that we're on. Uh, being idea. themed rides and, and areas qualifying the park as a theme park. The first park built with the original intention of promoting a specific theme. Santa Claus land in Santa Claus, Indiana, which is a so, real place, apparently. So what was the theme? <laughs> Not open in di- until 1946. Uh, Felix the Cat. Oh. Yeah. Um, let's see. Disneyland. 
located in Anaheim, California, built around the concept of what? What? That's not what it's built around. Built around Disneyland is built around the concept of encapsulating multiple theme parks into a single amusement park. Is often mistakenly cited as the first themed amusement park, but instead is the park that made the idea popular. I, I think it's built around the concept of money, but sure, that's a way to look at that. Hmm. Uh, what am I getting to again? <laughs> Seance. Trying to get oh, seances. Seance. Right, 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 right. Oh man. Seance. No, not like oh, like Bill Nye. The seance guy. Yeah. Um. Oh. <laughs> boo, 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 boo. All right. Um. Oh man. There's. I mean, they have the Middle Ages on here, and that's always <laughs> that's always a solid that's choice for that. Great choice. Oh, Conjuring is on here. Ah, that's that's a that might work. Do you guys know what the type of rides like, um, like the Tilter Whirl and like the chair swings? Death drops? Is that what you're spinners. talking about? Do you know like what type of? There's like a specific name for those rides. Spinny. It's death traps. Spinny They're rides. Flat rides. What? Well, yeah, which seems to kind of undersell them because, like you say. <laughs> They're like, their whole thing is about like, this is not flat. You're not having a flat experience. <laughs> I mean, one's called the Gravitron. How? Yeah. Wait, so what's the idea there? Why is it called a flat ride? Uh, it just says there's a core set of flat rides. <laughs> just the flattest rides you can get. Yeah. All right. like you don't you don't change altitude? No. No, no you I mean, a tilt-a-whirl. I mean... I mean that's expressly not true. <laughs> that goes up and down. I'm very confused. I feel like Google could answer this question, but I don't want to look it up because I mean that's sort of against the whole idea of this podcast. Right. Actually learning a thing. I mean, dark rides overlapping really? with both train rides and water rides. Dark rides are enclosed attractions in which patrons travel in guided vehicles along a predetermined path through an array of illuminated scenes which may include lighting effects animation music and recorded dialogue and other special effects wow that's Com- a comma period <laughs> oops <laughs> oops they had a lot to say but then forgot what it was yeah so wow that's incredible that that's a really long-winded way to say like yeah. a tunnel of love <laughs> but right sure. exactly all right you know what i'm clicking conjuring Ooh. Yep, doing it. Conjuring is here? Yes. Mm-hmm. Oh, because of the origins of... Uh, I mean, that's that's what I'm going from for. from the Middle Ages. Yeah. Yes. Okay. Not freak shows? <laughs> I mean, that's probably a roundabout way to get to Conjuring, yeah. <laughs> True. All right. Tim. Okay. So, I, I wanted to do Conjuring, but I knew I wasn't going to get it. Um... I'm going to try taking an interesting route. It's always good. <laughs> so it's good, good choice. Um, but to get there, I'm going to have to go to the Magic Kingdom. To Castlevania. Oh, dang. You're not taking a video game? Is this the no. start of our, like, Let's Play Dungeons & Dragons podcast? Mm. In order to go there, I'm going to have to travel <laughs> to the Magic Kingdom. <laughs> uh, okay, Tim, but if you if you go to the mickey mouse video game from here i will be upset i'm not going to i promise uh-huh okay i'll believe yeah. it when i see it uh all right well this this page somehow uh i went to conjuring but was redirected to evocation uh this Oof. article is about supernatural conjuration for other uses see evocation disambiguation i really just wanted to say all those things together that's really hmm. all it sound to uh, it sounds a little bit like a uh, Dr. Seuss rhyme there for a moment. <laughs> uh, all right, so evocation is the act of calling upon or summoning a spirit, demon, god, or other supernatural supernatural agent. Whoa, like an FBI agent, I suppose. In the Western mystery tradition, which is linked, and I really want to click that. What is... I mean, if I clicked it, I guess it wouldn't be a mystery, but... Um, Comparable practices exist in many religions and magical traditions and may employ the use of mind-altering substances with and without uttered word formulas. 
Yeah. Uh, yeah. Hmm. You would think that seance would just be on this page, which is about yeah, calling ghosts. I was kind of worried ghosts. it would because I completely missed this link <laughs> when <laughs> I was doing this page. Doing but it is not book. on this page. Not even, not even not linked. It's just not here. Yeah. Oh. oh. Huh. I mean, I there's a lot of options here. There's oh hey, there's ghosts on this page. <laughs> There's, there's ghosts. I mean, not literal ghosts. There. There's demons. Did you know that if you paid $3 now... Get out of here. Wikipedia would have all they need. The power of cash compels you. Uh, no, let's see. Okay, so the Latin word for... Oh, oh let's see. Evocatio? Evocatio? Was the calling forth or summoning away of a city's tutelary deity, which, again, I really want to click that, too. Uh, the ritual was conducted in a military setting, either as a threat during a siege, whoa, or as results of surrender and aimed at diverting the gods' favor from the opposing city to the Roman side, cut customarily with the promise of a better endowed cult or more lavish temple. I mean, it makes sense to me. Gotta get those lavish temples. Mm, let's see. Uh, conjuration is the... Oh, what I actually came here for. Conjuration is, in, in traditional and most contemporary usage, refers to a magical act of invoking spirits or using incantations or charms to cast magical spells. In the context of ledger domain, which is a word that I sort of know somewhere in the back of my mind, but don't remember what it means, it may also refer to the performance of illusion or magic tricks for the show. Oh, yeah, it's a magic trick. The article, this article discusses mainly the original and primary usage describing the acts of supernatural or paranormal nature. Um, wow. According to this, that the word conjuration uh, comes from the Latin to mean to swear together, which <laughs> if you sense. are with someone, when, when something is conjured, you probably have done exactly that. <laughs> yeah, I guess so. Uh, all right. <laughs> the word, let's see. Uh, the term conjuring is also used as a general term for casting spells in some magical traditions, such as hoodoo. Uh, in that context, amulets and talismans are often kept in a conjure bag. Oh, man. Like, you just, just carry a around a bag. bag? Yeah. Oh, man, I left my conjure bag at home. Don't you hate when the conjure, when your conjure bag gets lost in Oh, this isn't my like purse. It's my conjure bag. Oh, man. That's my conjure bag. <laughs> I was thinking I don't that. know you. <laughs> one who performs conjurations is called a conjurer or a conjurer okay. it's, it's an Great. E or an if R if you have 12 of them it's a conjurer <laughs> of your peers a grand conjurer the word was formally used in its Latin meaning of conspiracy which is, link, or, which is uh, cited again to the OED so alright all right, I'm not going to dance around this anymore. The conjuration of the ghosts or souls of the dead for the purpose of divination is called... Oh, whoa. Okay, that's not quite where I thought that was going. Necromancy. Whoops. Uh, I was going for necromancy? ghosts. Sure, necromancy. Oh, necromancy. Okay. You're going Whatever. necromancy or ghosts? Ghosts. I'm ghosts. going for ghosts. Go I mean, ghosts. this feels pretty straightforward, but Wikipedia has steered me wrong before, so... It's true. Ghosts it is. To Ghosts. Right. Ghost, Tim, you're at Magic Kingdom. So, have we never been to? We've never. Well, we've dip, have we ever been to the Disney World page? Uh, we've had to, right? Yeah. Well, we think, we went to Walt yeah, Disney a while ago. Walt Disney. Yeah. Okay. Well, this is specifically the Magic Kingdom. It is a theme park owned and operated, of course, by the Walt Disney Company. Uh-huh. Uh huh. Opened on October first, nineteen seventy one. Right. Uh, in two thousand fifteen, the park hosted twenty point four nine million visitors making it the most visited theme park in the world for the 10th consecutive year and the most visited theme park in North America for at least the past 15. Wow. Uh, so well, Disney World uh, was built after Walt Disney's death in 1967, but he had ideas that he wanted to have implemented, of course. Um, one of these is the use of a network of tunnels uh, <laughs> under oh, the park. Yeah. Right. to go from place to place on scene. Uh, it said that he uh, once saw a Frontierland cowboy walking through Tomorrowland 
and it blew his mind. <laughs> and he's, he's like, lost. this isn't right. You can't do this. <laughs> uh, so they have this network of what they call utilidors. It's a portmanteau of utility and corridor. I mean, you don't really need to do that. Those words are both fairly descriptive and they say, or and they're not too long. So here's the thing. If you want to build a network of corridors under your amusement park, uh-huh. you have to figure where you're building your amusement park. Your amusement park is basically right next to a swamp. Oh. It's got uh-huh. a very uh, high water table. What do you do? Boats. Uh, I'm going to say you upset a natural water sanctuary nearby and... Reroute that water table. Nope. You build your network of tunnels basically on ground level. Fill in all the surrounding area with dirt and then build your park on top of that. No. Yes. That's not true. Uh, Because of Florida's high water table, the tunnels could not be put underground, so they were built at the existing grade, meaning the park is built on the second story, giving Magic Kingdom an elevation of 108 feet. What? The area around the Utilidors was filled in with dirt removed from the Seven Seas Lagoon, which was being constructed at the same time. I don't... Whoa, that's crazy. Mm-hmm. That's crazy, I don't, but that's Disney. Amazing. <laughs> um, so have have either of you been to the Magic Kingdom? Yes. Uh, yes, that's the one in Florida, yes. Yes. I was there once. Um, it was my senior trip. Do you remember, we like, entering... Like wow. Main Street USA? Yes. No. You sort of walk yes. in and then you see a bunch of like windows. Indoors, um, utilities. And a lot of like fake companies with like names on them. Uh-huh. And names in the windows. They call that the opening credits. No. To Disney World. <laughs> oh, jeez. I'm not okay uh, with any of this. <laughs> many windows bear the name of a fictional business such as Seven Summits Expeditions, Frank G. Wells, President with each representing a tribute to significant people connected to the Disney company and the development of Walt Disney World Resort. You can't just remake reality, Walt Disney. It's not a thing. He did, after his death. (laughs) Unfortunately, there's nothing about his death here where they try to contact him. Oh, no! That would have been great. Is that Mm -hmm. what happened? No. Oh. Um... The park contains two additional tributes, the partner statue of Walt Disney and Mickey Mouse in front of Cinderella Castle, mm-hmm. and the sharing the magic statue of Roy O. Disney sitting with Minnie Mouse in the Town Square section of Main Street, USA. Yeah. Um, there is, starting in 2012, there was there's one place where you can buy uh, alcohol in the Magic Kingdom. Uh, <laughs> it is named after which Disney movie? Uh, Pirates of the Caribbean. Nope. Oh. Not, not a bad guess, though, at all. Uh, yeah. I mean, it's the most alcohol-related of all of them. Or uh, maybe the second most, I suppose. Yeah. What's the one? Uh, I'm trying to think of, like, bars. I mean, the there's, other... There's like one Gaston. movie where... Isn't Gaston yeah. in, like, a tavern? Yeah. Oh, are you kidding it's, me? <laughs> well, it's not called Gaston's Tavern or anything. <laughs> that would be amazing. It's just called Be Our Guest Restaurant. No one bars like Gaston. (laughs) (laughs) This is the name of the place. Opens tabs like Gaston. (laughs) What'd you say? (laughs) (laughs) Um, So first I I was thinking of hoping that um, this would link to the other park. One of the other parks, the Hollywood Studios. Uh, Uh, Because I wanted to hop on the Twilight Zone Tower of Terror. Tower of Terror. Oh, uh, I thought you were going for the haunted you know, house. Yeah, well, the that's, haunted that's where I'm going to now. Oh, <laughs> oh, Tim, I thought that's what you were doing the whole time. <laughs> but yes, that is that is where I'm going now, in uh, Liberty Square. Mm. Uh, it's home to such attractions as the haunted mansion, the Hall of Presidents, and the Muppets present great moments in American history. Wow! Oh, a sign-up location for the Sorcerers of the Magic Kingdom is behind the Christmas shop. This Sorcerers what? of the Magic Kingdom. I don't know what I you're talking know. about. Find out. That sounds Let's like a out. weird set of things. It's an interactive game in the Magic Kingdom where you okay. help Merlin a magician using special spell cards. Uh-huh. Um, let's see here. Uh, you have to find eight pieces of a shattered crystal just like Kirby. Or uh, Harry Potter. Yeah. 
Merlin recruits the player to help him find the pieces of his crystal, giving them magic cards with the sorcerer's crest on them. Um, it's blah, just blah, blah, Disney Yu-Gi-Oh. Yeah, that's mm-hmm. all this is. That's what it sounds like, yeah. Five parts <laughs> of a black-haired, blue-eyed, purple mouse. dragon. Weird. Okay, um, it doesn't mouse. really say a whole lot more. So I am going to the Haunted Mansion. All right, cool. And Kyle is at Ghosts. That's right. Kyle is at Ghosts. Wow, this I'm, is a big page. It's a lot of ghosts. There's a lot of ghosts on this page. Uh, yeah, and I, I have this first image that I sent you guys here of the oh, Hammersmith fantastic. ghost. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. Uh, which is this guy, and I'll describe I, as best I can. Mm-hmm. There is this ghost who is hanging out like outside his crypt, it looks like. Right. And he's just standing completely still. He does not appear to have feet, but he's dressed in this big white draped cloth. And he has, in addition to his cloth that like cloak that he's wearing, he has additional an additional cape that he's kind of like holding up above his head, like he, like it's about to rain. Yeah, or like he's watching like a football game in the distance and just got a field goal. <laughs> he's just like, yeah. I think, but my favorite posts. part of this, yeah, is that he's like, he's got his, he's like waving his hands in the air like he just don't care. Uh, but even better than that is that his arms here, I mean, unless I miss my guess, they're like twice as long as they should be for a person. So... Maybe he has like weird ghost arms happening. I don't know. Like don't know. when you're a ghost, are your arms longer? Is that? <laughs> it depends on how you die. <laughs> oh, you know, I didn't think about that. I suppose yeah. maybe he would. He maybe he like died from doing too many pull-ups. That's what it was. Mm, maybe he's just the most ripped ghost. So uh, in folklore, a ghost, or sometimes known as a specter's phantom apparition, spirit, spook, or haunt. That's spook. Yeah, is the soul or spirit of a dead person or animal that can appear to the living. Descriptions of ghosts vary widely from an invisible presence to translucent or barely visible wispy shapes to realistic. <laughs> Maybe I read that too too recklessly or too lightheartedly. <laughs> barely visible wispy <laughs> shapes. It's like a, uh, it's like oh no, it's like a a oh. Dang it! What's the guy's name with the happy little trees? Uh, Bob Ross. Bob Ross. Yeah, Bob Ross. Uh, ghost visitation would be barely visible, barely visible wispy shapes. That's Absolutely. what he would be. Yeah. Um. All right. So, oh, here we are, and I just won the game. The deliberate attempt to contact the spirit of a deceased person is known as necromancy, or in spiritism, as a seance. Dang. <laughs> nice job. Dang. Boo. The belief in the existence of an afterlife as well as manifestations of the spirits of the dead is widespread, dating back to animism or ancestor worship in preliterate cultures because, dang, yes, of course we do, because we are mortal beings, and yeah, of course we want to think about that. I mean, come on. that That's kind of the nature of humanity. Uh, certain religious practices, funeral lights, funeral lights, yep, that's what I just said, funeral rites, exorcisms, and some practices of spiritualism and ritual magic are specifically designed designed to rest the spirits of the dead, like several video games. Uh, ghost spirits are ghosts are generally described as solitary human-like essences that haunt particular locations, objects, or people they were associated with in life. Those stories of ghostly armies and the ghosts of animals rather than humans have also been recounted. So, the only thing that I really want to bring up on this page, honestly, is the huge section of this article that's based around terminology because man, we have a lot of words for ghost. So the English word ghost comes from the old English ghast from the common Germanic gastas, it looks like. Uh, But the East Germanic uh, equivalent word in Gothic is ama North old Norse is Andi. Um, The pre-Germanic form was ghost ghost. I, I can't really pronounce that. Apparently from a root denoting fury or anger uh, from the old Norse, Norse Geisa to rage. Man. Uh, there's also, uh, let's go on to uh, Latin, where they have spiritus, which meant breath or blast. Uh, let's see. There's the, uh, oh, 
Oh, yeah. The synonym spook is a Dutch loan word akin to low German spoke, uh, which came to, oh, which came to English through American English, because of course it did. Uh, alternative words include specter from the Latin spectrum, the Scottish wraith of obscure origin, it says there. Phantom from the French or Greek phantasma uh, and apparition. Uh, shade comes from Greek with, from a series of Cyrillic letters that I cannot read. Uh, Latin, umbra, and then the, oh, oh, this is, I've never heard of this. Have you guys, apparently the U.S. has its own regional English word for a ghost. Do you guys want to know what it is? Spookster. No, no, we're better than that, Tim. Phantom. I'll tell you that it is a word specifically from the southern United States, it says. Uh, hmm. A spoopy. <laughs> <laughs> a ghost? No. It, it is, in fact, a haint. H-A-I-N-T. A haint. Haint. Wow. Yeah. That sounds uh, that's, like... <laughs> you haint live and you haint dead. <laughs> oh, oh, my gosh, Tim. Oh my gosh. All right. We're ending this podcast right now. <laughs> Sorry, everyone. Good night. Uh, it, that's cited uh, the, Amer- the Dictionary of American Regional English from 1985. And it says the haint tale is a common feature of Southern oral and li- literary tradition. Also cited. I don't. Uh. But. I mean, I don't know if I want this one, you guys. <laughs> there's uh, under common attributes. Uh, there's a paragraph here that says white ladies were reported to appear in many rural areas. Oh, good. I which mean, is a type of ghost, apparently. Oh, sure, right. Not yeah. That's of course, they died tragically it. or suffered trauma in life. Yeah, whatever. What They're else? Found, this, yep. This uh, this legend is found around the world. Um. A lot of times they're portrayed by a husband or fiance. Nice, and nice. Often associated with an individual family line. Okay. And when you click on white lady ghost, it go it has another image from the ghost page. So there's just not a lot of ghost imagery apparently. I mean, there's not. I mean, in, until you go down toward the multiple or the biculture, we don't see a lot of variation in this. But uh, in the uh, in the variations, there are some pretty cool ones. Chinese ghosts are pretty neat. Um, let's see. I'm trying to. F- oh yeah, they've got. Okay, so they have Chinese ghosts here. I'm trying to. I cannot read the names. I'm sorry. Uh, but they actually even include like a particular Thai or a ghost of Thailand here, and I will send you guys this image. Because it is super haunting. Uh, this is the Krasu. I, I'm going to guess a Thai female ghost. Oh, I'm sorry. Known as App in Khmer. I mean, that's just a thing. It's it's a lady's head on a esophagus connected to a heart and, and guts, it looks like. And that's the entire ghost. That's the whole thing. Wow, weird. Yep, that's a ghost. There she oh. is. That's all you need, I guess. I mean, I suppose you're right. Maybe that's what's under the you're sheet. You're going to come back as like an efficient ghost. <laughs> like, hey, I just got to talk to you. Hang on. Hang <laughs> Sit on. down. Oh, well, I guess you're already seated. <laughs> sitting sitting down. You're already seated. <laughs> yes, you're already seated. Um, I don't, I, see, I don't have a butt no more. I don't know. I don't remember how it all works. <laughs> I do actually really like beneath that they include the uh, the ghosts from from Mexico here. They have the Katrinas, uh, specifically the Day of the Dead ghosts, and I I always think these look amazing. And it's yeah, it's they are pretty cool. Yes. Oh my gosh, I love it. Because uh, I mean, yes, they're skeletons, but they they always dress so so fancily. I guess it, it looks really beautiful. It's actually kind of a cool way to, to look at that, I guess. Yeah. 
In the United mm-hmm. States, a Gallup poll said that believing in haunted houses, ghosts, communication with the dead, and witches has had an especially steep increase over the 1990s. Which great. I don't know good. Why? That's great. 2005 poll found that 32% of Americans believe in ghosts. Okay. All right. Huh. Sure. I wonder That's, why the 1990s. Uh, I mean, it was a spooky time. I don't know. <laughs> so. <laughs> That's the that's a I actually picked up that book from the library a while ago, the 1990s, a spooky time in the United States. <laughs> uh, you know that I, I hear it's pretty good. So. Sweet. Uh, so uh, you're lucky. You're lucky, Kyle. I'm lucky. Yep. You're How lucky you gave me that lucky? stuff all tonight. <laughs> because oh, yeah. the haunted mansion room. Yeah. Or in the haunted mansion room. <laughs> The Haunted Mansion page Ooh. Yeah. Uh, g- basically gives a, a detailed um, run through of the ride. <laughs> what? There is, yeah, it's actually pretty interesting to read. Please, be um, my guest. We have time. Long. We have the time. Yeah. <laughs> read to us from this page, Tim. Um, well, first of all, we'll say that uh, the Haunted Mansion, of course, debuted in uh, Disneyland. Uh, you also see it in Disney World, uh, in Magic Kingdom, of course, Got and it. Tokyo Disneyland. It has sparked a couple uh, similar rides in foreign Disneylands, <laughs> including uh, Phantom Manor and Mystic Manor. Foreign in Paris Dis- and Hong Kong Disneylands. Oh, okay. I, I thought you were meaning like knockoff Disneylands, like, like. Oh no. <laughs> <laughs> Disney's like, Magic Kingdom, starring Mr. Mouse. Uh, so it's basically the one in in the Magic Kingdom. They they're all basically look like antebellum era mansions, uh, with a lot. Of, there's sort of a a walking section that you're sort of waiting to get on one of the um, little cars that go through the house, uh-huh. which are known as Doom buggies. Oh wow. <laughs> Yep, oh, that's good. That's good. Uh, yep, uh, and you have a the basically the narrator is called the ghost host. Is it Vincent Price? Please tell me it's Vincent no, Price. No, it's not. <laughs> How is it not Vincent Price? Oh, I'm sorry. Let's uh, see here. Uh, it says a pair of sliding doors open to one of two identical octagonal rooms, which <laughs> are actually just large, slow-moving elevators with fake woofing walls that do not reach the ceiling. The invisible spirit mockingly welcomes the guests, referring to them as foolish mortals and introduces himself as their ghost host who will take them on a tour of the haunted mansion. The room contains four paintings, one on every other wall, each depicting a person from the chest up. The portraits are flanked by eight leering candle-holding gargoyles. A sliding wall panel closes in front of the doorway where the guests entered, trapping them in the room. As the ghost host delivers his spiel, the room begins to stretch vertically. As the floor and fake walls descend, the real white walls and portrait frames located behind the fake walls elongate revealing the grim fates of the previous residents depicted in the paintings, symbolized in humorously macabre situations. A beautiful young girl holding a parasol is shown to be balancing on a fraying tightrope above the jaws of an alligator. A middle-aged bearded man holding a document is shown to be standing atop a barrel of dynamite in his boxer shorts with a candle lighting the fuse. A smiling elderly woman holding a rose is shown to be sitting on the tombstone of her late husband, George, who is depicted as a stone bust with an axe in his head. Wow. And a confident-looking middle-aged man in a bowler hat is shown to be sitting on the shoulders of a frightening, a frightened-looking man who sits on the shoulders of a third man who is waist-deep in quicksand, an expression of terror on his face. <laughs> As the ghost host challenges guests to find a way out of the seemingly windowless and doorless chamber, he concludes, "Of course, there's always my way." Uh, With a sudden thunderclap, the lights go out and the ceiling disappears. A ghastly vision manifests above the skeletal corpse of the ghost host dangling from a taut rope inside an octagonal cupola with four curtainless windows uh, illuminated by flashes of lightning. Seconds later, the room plunges into (laughs) darkness and a blood-curdling scream is heard, falling from the ceiling to the floor, ending with the sound of the corpse hitting the floor. Happy Disney times. This is incredibly... I mean, really well depicted. Like this person must have done this dozens of times. Exactly. That's what I'm wondering. Like, and it goes on and on from there. 
Amazing. Um, just the beginning. <laughs> mm-hmm. But there is one part that says guests enter a dark seance room full of floating objects. Oh, no. Uh, Madame Leota, portrayed by Eleanor Audley, a medium whose disembodied head appears within a misty crystal ball, summons <laughs> the mansion spirits, levitating mysteriously above a table littered with tarot cards, and a wispy green spirit moves off in a corner of the room. Um, the raven seen moments ago in the conservatory can now be seen perched on the back of the chair at the table. There's so much. Like, I've, I've been on this ride, and there is so much to look at. And whoever person or people that created this um, page yeah. have got so much information in here. It's insane. They're season ticket owners. Yeah, sure. no, absolutely. Mm-hmm. Or, or it was like a team effort where everyone was like, all right, you watch this corner of the room. Right. We're doing this for Wikipedia. <laughs> for knowledge. Oh, man. Wow. And there, yeah, it, it has some dark, dark things in it. I mean, of course. It's dark, but like slightly whimsical. It's like a sliding scale of whimsy and darkness. <laughs> um, in the attic uh, is an irregularly shaped room cluttered with gifts, personal items, mementos, and wedding portraits. Oh, no. In each portrait, the same bride is seen with a different groom oh. whose heads disappear only to reappear a moment later. With each successive photograph, the bride gains another string of pearls. That's the sound bad. of a beating heart fills the room and a shadowy spirit plays a grim version of the bridal chorus on an old harpsichord. Just Jeez. before the doom buggies escape the attic, the ghost of the bride from the pictures, Constance Hatchaway, <laughs> they all have names, they all have names, is encountered, shrouded in cool blue light and uttering words mocking the traditional wedding vows. Uh, here comes the bride, as long as we both shall live, for better or for worse? I do, I did. In sickness... And in wealth, you may now kiss the bride. We'll live happily ever after till death do us part. I was going to say. As she, as she raises her arms, a hatchet appears and disappears in her hands between vows. <laughs> Jeez. It is, it's really like an impressive ride. Like they refurbished it in 2006 or 2007, it says here. Um, I was on it before then. And... I would, you know, it's there's a lot of special effects going on in that ride, and it's amazing. I guess for sure. So, I just love that they're called Doom Buggies. Doom Buggies. <laughs> if they, if you get anything out of that sky, let, let let's just let it be that. <laughs> oh man, remember I, that movie starring Eddie Murphy? No, no. I was I was hoping we would have mentioned that. Uh, I, there's apparently a Haunted Mansion comic book anthology. What? Oh. Yeah. Centering around Master Gracie and inspired by the sea captain concepts proposed for the attraction by Ken Anderson in the 1950s. The Don't, what? The hmm. sea captain, like. Like a captain of the sea, like I get it. a captain of a boat. Yes, no, I understand the concept of a sea captain. I don't know what, like. <laughs> <laughs> like, is there. Is there. Is it one sea captain? Is this a. What's the idea of it here? And. In January 2014, Marvel Comics began publishing Seekers of the Weird, a five-issue miniseries, and first under the Disney Kingdom's uh, imprint. So, oh, of course, you know, after Disney gets the gets a hold of them. Uh-huh. The miniseries was based on the Museum of the Weird, Raleigh Crump's unused precursor designs for the attraction. Uh-huh. In March 2016, Marvel Comics began publishing a five-issue miniseries based on the attraction released under the Disney Kingdom's imprint. That's so mm. weird. That's that they're still doing stuff with this. I mean, they're really after the Pirates of the Caribbean thing, I'm sure they're just I I think they're just trying all the other rides at this point just to be like one of them's got to hit. Yeah. Like, so, <laughs> one wow. of these things is going to work. I didn't see if there's going to be a new Pirates of the Caribbean movie and I just made me tired. <laughs> Oh man! Well, Sky, you might have some uh, reference here, or you might be feeling a little bit of what uh, Nietzsche is referenced here in this ghost, this ghost article that I'm looking at. I want to, I want to come back to this for just a moment, just this, just for a second, okay. because I, out of all the stuff on this ghost article, this is the thing that I didn't expect to see. This is the thing that that scared me on this ghost page. Uh, in under metaphorical usages, which is the very last part of this article, Nietzsche argued that people generally wear prudent masks in company, but an alternative strategy for social interaction 
was to present oneself as an absence, as a social ghost. Quote, one reaches out for us, but gets no hold of us. End quote, cited, otherwise known as a psychopath. Uh, you know, something later echoed, if in a less positive way, by Carl Jung. And then far, further on, Nick Harkaway considered that we all carry a host of ghosts in our head uh, in the form of impressions of past acquaintances, ghosts that represent our maps of other people in the world, our reference points, okay. which could also be written as our reference ghosts, which I kind of like, a little library of ghosts in your head. Uh-huh. Um, yeah, this is weird. Like, I, I, do you, is this a thing people do? Am I, am I just thinking that that's not weird that he's saying to go to a place to be a social ghost to be at a place but not actually be there hmm? you think that's what nick harway is saying no mm. no 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 nietzsche nick Har- harkaway i just like the idea of a little library of ghosts that was it i'm not, i'm really confused about what you're trying to get at yeah sorry <laughs> i this sounds really weird to me to want to go to a place but not actually be there i don't think it's that you want to go to a place i think he's saying that we as people present what he's calling ghosts, not our real selves to like people that we're unfamiliar with. Like, so like at a party, okay, you, know, you, per- you yeah. portray certain aspects of yourself that aren't actually yourself. So that's, that's a social ghost. I was misreading it. Yes. That makes much yeah. more sense. Cause he ties them to, he says that people wear prudent masks in company. So uh, yeah. Okay. Decided, no, it's, 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 it's a, yeah, you're not representing the whole person. So it's sort of a ghost. In a that way. makes more sense. I'm sorry. I was misreading it and it was really creeping me out. <laughs> Oh, sorry. <laughs> and as an introvert, that's exactly what I do at parties. <laughs> well, that's fair. Oh, man. Anyway, ghost, you guys. Oh, do we even actually go to seance? Do you actually What's kind want- of interesting, though, is that the Nick Harkaway part, saying that we carry a host of ghosts in our heads, impressions from other people that we get, is kind of like, well, yeah, because like, if that's what we do, if we like, oh, I suppose yeah. ghosts to people, then we take other people's ghosts and we're like, oh, yeah, that's how these people are. Okay, that makes it sound like, creepier. That makes it sound creepier because then you're just stealing people's ghosts. Right. That's it's <laughs> just yokai watch. Uh, <laughs> it's like social yokai watch. Oh my gosh. Do we do we actually want to talk about séances? I mean, I guess so. That's why we're here, I suppose. Um yeah. All right. Well, whoa. Okay. Uh I didn't actually click on séances until just now. Mm-hmm. Uh, a seance is an attempt to communicate with the spirit. The word seance uh, comes from the French word for seat, session, or sitting. From the old French seor, to sit. I mean, sure. that makes sense. Mm-hmm. In French, yeah, the word... You don't want to just call it the sitting. Well, I guess they are, though. <laughs> In the sitting. sitting is such a core like part of this <laughs> of, of this experience. I mean, you don't just, like, call out to a ghost on the street, dude. That's not how that works. Well, I mean, you could be standing in a room. Like, why not? Apparently not, Scott. <laughs> we should figure this out. Uh, yeah, be my guest. Go for it. Uh, in French, the word's meaning is quite general. One may, for example, speak of un séance de cinéma, uh, or a movie session, which I guess the other one, this one would be un séance de ghost, or a ghost session. <laughs> Um, let's see. In English, however, the word came to mean game to be used specifically for a meeting of people who are gathered to receive messages from ghosts or listen to a spirit medium discourse with or relay messages from spirits. Uh, whoa, this is a weird thing to have without a, without a citation. Many people, including believers and non-skeptics treat it as a form of non-fictional science and spiritual reality. Is that so? In modern English usage, participants need not be seated. Oh, here you are, Sky. Okay, what? Yeah. Because <laughs> I just Googled, why do you have to sit at a seance? Uh-huh. And I got how to perform a seance, 15 steps with pictures from wow. Wiki How. And do you sit <laughs> down? What is a seance? The risk of summing spirits and how to be something. The risk of? Yeah. Oh, man. Do's and don'ts of how to hold a seance, how to be a witch. <laughs> Nine tips to your next seance. To make your yep. next, to make your next seance a hit, <laughs> the cults Holding have gotten seance? really matter-of-factly about things, <laughs> haven't they? Holding a seance, how to do it sanely and safely. Sanely, do it, do it. Having your next, making your next seance a ghoul old time. 
I haven't clicked on it, but this one starts. You may have seen cheesy movies depicting a seance. It's nothing more than a stage dot dot dot. Click that, please. Okay. I'm at psychicsuniverse.com. Yes. <laughs> Thank Understand you. Understand your purpose. Oh. Choose your method of contact. Email. Done. Prepare your space. Actually, text from a ghost would be really weird. As I'm thinking about it, not so great. He just says, hey, sup. <laughs> it's just lol. <laughs> or After communication ceases, or you decide to end the session, thanks to the spirit for coming. I mean, that's Give only them a polite. fond farewell and offer up a prayer or a blessing to them. Take yeah. a few moments for you and your living guests to come back to normal consciousness and then discuss your experiences. Mm. Offer, offer to take some of the leftover pizza with them home on the way out. Holding a seance doesn't have to be scary as long as you approach it in a safe and sane manner. Suggest sharing a taxi and make sure to include some coins for Charon. And then, did you if if the ghost is gonna be a, a big drinker, make sure to get their keys uh, <laughs> when they come in. Yeah, put them in a bowl. They love imbibing in spirits. Okay, yes, they do. Yeah, yeah. Um, it says so. A couple of notable people who attended seances. Oh boy, uh, were the Prime Minister Are of Canada. Did- um, William, Justin Trudeau, William Lyon, Mackenzie King. No, not oh. not the attractive one. Oh, uh, he he sought spiritual contact and political guidance from his deceased mother, uh, his pet dogs, and the late Aww. the late U.S. President Franklin D. Roosevelt. Do you think? Huh. Do you think ghost dog? Whoa, okay, that's a weird term. A political guidance. Political guidance from his deceased mother. It's like, all right, mom, like what? I mean, this referendum, what do you think? Okay. All right. Well, Spike. <laughs> Spike, Pookie. Bowser. What do you think? Mm-hmm. Do you, do you mm-hmm. yeah, no, do you think that ghost dogs FDR? say bork? No, like bork? Bork. <laughs> no, bork. Roosevelt. 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 Uh, yeah, the journalist, uh, journalist and Wait, author did, Lloyd Kenyon Jones also went to did he seances. did he actually help? Who or did any of them help? I mean, Frankly, the, that, the Canadian did did they make any mention of any of this or they're just saying no? He just asked them. Uh, didn't there's say a what citation it, here. Um, oh my gosh, a life guided by the hand of destiny is the name of the <laughs> citation. Oh, the name of it. Well, now we know the name of his dog. Oh man, mm. I'm not seeing <laughs> destiny. Good destiny. Who's a good book? <laughs> Franklin. Where does he talk about Franklin? Unless that's also the name of his dog. The ever hovering Franklin Roosevelt warned King oh. about dangers in the Far East and encouraged him oh. to write his memoirs. This is he better hovered? than I could have hoped. Yeah. Wait. Let's see. I mean, because because he wouldn't he wouldn't. I mean, I mean, let's admit it. He wouldn't he wouldn't walk. Well, I suppose that's true. But oh my gosh, that's better than I could have hoped for. <laughs> right. Um, uh, King was reassured again by his loved ones. His mother right. told him, "Dearest boy, to pay attention to his health." And Franklin warned him about the dangers of the Far East. Um, I, don't I mean, talk about his dogs though. Got to. Got to control what questions? Yeah. I w- <laughs> mm. Oh man, I would use that. I would use that search function all day, every day. Um, dog was in pain. Dog, any oh. dog person. He doted after the dog as a devoted dog owner. Okay. Told him that his emotional, the veterinarian told him that his dog had a had a tumor. Oh no! King kissed the dog three more times and pronounced the benediction before leaving him. Wow, this. Oh. I feel like I'm playing her story right now, and it's doing a lot. <laughs> um, uh, the prime minister and the dog shared a biscuit and some Ovaltine together. Oh. Uh, I would totally do that, except that would kill your dog, because it has chocolate. <laughs> maybe that's how they die. Yeah, maybe. Aww. Aww. He accidentally loved his dog to death. I can't see. I can't see the actual part where the dog go, dog is a ghost, but oh, which is a bummer. 
That, that's that's Ghost a shame. dog. Yes. Um, no samurais. <laughs> yeah. Amazing. Uh, scientists who have con- conducted a search for real seances and believe their contact with the dead is a reality uh, uh-huh. include the chemist William Crookes, uh, the evolutionary biologist Alfred Russell Wallace, the inventor of radio uh, Guglielmo Marconi. What's, how do you pronounce that? Can, can you send that to me? Guglielmo. I lost the page. Oh my gosh! Uh, no, there's no way to pronounce yeah, that. Yeah, I say I say it's Guillermo. Guillermo. I'm gonna say yeah, Guglielmo. Guglielmo. Uh, the inventor of the telephone, Alexander Graham Bell. Oh. The inventor of television technology, John actually Logie Baird. You think they would have been satisfied enough with real people being able to talk through their devices and yeah. communicate yeah. with them? Well, he claimed that Although, he contacted the spirit of uh, Thomas Edison and sued him. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, how do you know it was him? He sued me. <laughs> Said you can't make the television. I made that. <laughs> you made the light bulb. Yeah, it's a glowy thing inside of a thing. Can't do right. it. My idea. My idea. <laughs> oh, I invented oh ghosts. <laughs> uh, all right. I think that's all for seances, huh? Yeah, I think so. Mm-hmm. I, they don't have anything on there. Like, uh, wasn't Houdini like an uh, uh, someone who? Yeah, there's a uh, like he, there's a thing yeah because he went around. <clears throat> yeah, he he was unless I'm misremembering, he actually attended seances to prove how they were done. Like yes. to catch people yeah, he was out. A, he the was pen a teller skeptic. of his time. Yeah. Ooh, maybe. wow, that's not a that's not a reference that I want to have. No. Uh, for me. I was just kind of thinking like jerk going around trying to prove people wrong. (laughs) (laughs) A guy going around trying to steal the magic from everyone else. Do spirits return? Question mark. Houdini says no no, and proves it. Three shows in one. This ghost. This poster is actually pretty badass. Um, This like orange and black like Reaper ghost. Like oh dang. I want, and I like this, like the blue-haired, like ghost spirit. Like, it's pretty cool. Yeah. Uh, Houdini looks like a oh doof. my god. <laughs> but <laughs> I mean, he has he suffers from this problem a lot, though. Uh, in in any kind of depiction of him, he kind of looks like a doof. Yes. Mm-hmm. I love that Reaper ghost, though. It's like it's having fun. Yeah. Like. It's having a good time with this. He's like, oh, you. <laughs> oh, Houdini. All right. Well, thanks for coming on this spooky journey. This magical, yeah, mm-hmm. tour of, uh, of ghosts of ghost with us. Things. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, you guys can find more episodes at wskbcast.blogspot.com. Uh, we're on Twitter at wskbcast, and you can find us on Facebook. You just search. Uh, we should know better on there, and that'll do it. Um, if you want to give us uh, any reviews on iTunes, that'd be awesome. That helps other people find the show. Um, yeah. And it's always nice to know that that we are finding new people, or at least I guess the the metrics show that I'm, we're either finding new people or people are re-listening through the episodes chronologically. I mean, <laughs> but sure. Every so often we get I I see somebody like not somebody, but I just see like one day. Episode three, four, five will be up downloaded, and then a day, couple days later, six, seven, eight. And so it's like, oh, cool, somebody's working. Wait, they through. stuck around after those first ones? You fascinate us. I mean, those first That's ones amazing. are gold. I just, I, I... <laughs> what kind of gold, though, Scott? <laughs> uh, Wikipedia kind. Oh yeah, there we go. Yeah, probably like the fake kind of gold. Mm, the, three, the kind that the three dollars, that... and we yes. won't bug you anymore, gold. <laughs> yes. Mm. Although I will, I will remind you, Sky. A while ago, you did uh, petition for Wikipedia to uh, get donations because they were running out of links. That's true. I don't remember what run that was, but you were getting very frustrated at the what they le- need at to the do lack of. Is they need to? I need to be able to highlight a word, and it says, "Do you want to link this? Three dollars." Like he- <laughs> Actually, that's brilliant. Yes. Yeah. Exactly. Would you like to see a page here? We could do it. Help us out. Oh yeah. Man, I really am loving this this Grim Reaper in the background of that one poster. 
Yeah. I'm sorry. I'm, I keep coming back to it. it. He's great. I've never wanted a tattoo before. But <laughs> <laughs> yes. I can have that on my body for the next 60 years. I could be okay with that. Yeah. yeah. All right, guys. <laughs> have a good night. <laughs> See you in a couple yeah. weeks. See ya. See you later. Bye. Bye. Fantastic. (laughs) Our markers get weirder and weirder every week.